welcome to episode two of Sidelined. So full disclaimer, um, some of these may or may not be our stories. A lot of them were told to us. We're happy to take submissions for your stories as well, but we are never going to tell you whether or not this story came from us. They will always be told in a first person type way, but uh, we're not taking ownership of any of them. So just wanted to get that out in the open right now before we get started. And some of these people's names may be real. Some of these people's names may be changed. And some of these people's names won't matter because we don't refer to them by their name anymore. And this is the name that we've so much decided for them. Let's be honest. Like when you date, people just become a nickname, like um, sometimes unflattering nicknames. But, you know, everyone has become something like, oh, the guy that had been in prison or... Um, one of my guys I dated was referred to as the Spider-Man Cryboy. So we'll get into that at some point in time. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And everybody has them. I have the Toothless Wonder. I have the guy who, uh, was not just in prison, but was in the drug cartel. So, you know, if you're going to go big, go big or go home. Did you want to start today or do you want me to start? Oh, dive in, baby girl. Let's get after it. Where are we starting? Okay, so starting with a story about um, dating someone with a kid, but they brought their kid with them on the first date without telling you before you showed up. So um, first date, I'm driving an hour and a half to meet this guy to go on a date which first of all if anyone is making you drive an hour and a half for a first date you should just not go like immediately immediately no if you're having to drive for this man no no ma'am uh-uh no thanks sis you do not need to be driving if he's not willing to commit any sort of drive time to you he's not willing to commit to any sort of relationship let me tell you that right now Yeah, this literally goes both ways. Like, that's a straight red flag when someone is not willing to, like, compromise and meet you, like, halfway. Like, if you guys are far from each other, meet in the middle. And if they're like, no, drive here and drive an hour and a half one way, mm, no, sir, we're not doing that. Um, So, (laughs) immediately, you should have been like, yeah, this is probably not a good idea. But anyways, go on the date, get there, and realize... um, his kid is there. We're meeting up before going out to dinner. His son is um, with him. And I'm immediately caught off guard because I'm like, and oh. how, old was the kid? how old was this kid? Like, not even that old, right? It was. It had to have been like four or five, like a pretty young child. Um, yeah. A child that <laughs> needs a lot of attention, right? Um, oh so. God. He's just like, oh, I don't have anybody to watch my kid. Like, he's just going to be coming with us. And I was like, okay. Um, Poor planning. Great. Love to see it. So, um, you know, I'm an understanding person. It would have been okay with that if we were more upfront about it. But uh, we go to dinner. And instantly, this child is throwing a tantrum at dinner because they didn't like their food and is screaming in the restaurant. And I'm just mortified. Like, that was absolutely never okay in my upbringing. Like, my parents would have been like, you, when you go outside, 
Like, you exactly, know, exactly, exactly. And then it, you're sitting there and you're on a first date. You barely know this dad. And then you're sitting there and you're like, is he going to in, intervene or am I supposed to say something? Do I just sit here and be quiet? And people are looking at you because I'm sure it's to them. They're thinking this must be your kid with him. And oh, my gosh, I can't even imagine. So then what happened? So it's really uncomfortable. Um, the dog's totally oblivious the whole time, like just straight up ignores the behavior and it's like really really uncomfortable for me i'm at this point already kind of done like i'm ready to leave and be done with the date um but he's like oh i got us tickets to go to a movie next door and i was like okay first of all what movie are we gonna watch with a literal child but um it was the incredibles too so that's that's what she of gray got it got it yeah so we go to this movie and i'm like dreading it because this kid has already thrown a tantrum at a restaurant i'm like how is this kid gonna sit for like over an hour in a movie theater like i don't see that happening uh sure enough that is indeed not what happened the kid was spoiler alert (laughs) right uh kicking the seat in front of them uh like out of their seat running in the aisle and again the whole time the dad is just like oblivious to all this just sitting there and I'm just looking at him at this point, like, like, are really, are you really gonna do nothing? And I leave the date. I'm like, okay, I'm never speaking to this guy again. And he's like, oh, I can't wait to see you again. And I'm like, how could you possibly have thought this went well in any universe? Exactly. So tip for the men: let's start off strong. Don't bring your child on a first date. I get it. A lot of times nowadays, especially with us being in our later 20s, people have kids. I get it. Totally fine. Be upfront, be honest, and say you have kids. But on a first date, that's probably a little soon. Um, Even more so, that's uncomfortable for your date. Because what did, I mean, is she supposed to discipline? Are you supposed to discipline? And then you feel uncomfortable because you're having to discipline your child. And then you're embarrassed because your child's behaving in a as a child, you know, it's just uncomfortable. So, I mean, tip number one, guys, find a babysitter, have a friend, watch your child. If it means that the date can only be for drinks, so be it. But don't bring your child. Don't bring them. It's date one. Too soon. And I'm sorry, but I don't agree with your child being exposed to new people all the time. Like, Amen have some stability for that kid and um you know don't raise a little monster terror exactly exactly and it's partially i mean that poor kid all for all we know i mean that kid could have been exposed to different girls because he doesn't get somebody who who's around you know con consistently and so he's constantly meeting new people so of course he's gonna misbehave he's never has structure in his life so i mean yeah that's that's a rough one that's a rough date to go on and that's a rough situation to even be in i mean little did i know that was like the third date that kid had been on that day like dad was just you know hitting all there it is ladies and gentlemen (laughs) tip two don't be a scumbag tip too uh but yeah no that's rough i mean and did he contact you after i'm sure he did and he you know like father like child literally threw a tantrum when i was like i'm very not interested like that did not go well for me and i did not 
I did not like that. I did not have a good time. And he was just like, oh, you're so such a bitch, blah, blah, blah. Like you led me on. And I'm like, in what way? Like I I'm being upfront with you. I did I not have a good time. Exactly. And that's the other thing. I mean, you have to be honest. If you're not feeling it, be honest. I mean, I would much rather some guy tell me on a first, second date and say, hey, you know what? I'm not really feeling it. This is more of a friendship or whatever, what have you, rather than tell me five months down the line, you know, oh, I just don't think that we're on the same page. Like you, you tend to know you guys, you know, this isn't like we're we're fresh out of high school, right? This is dating and we're almost in our 30s. So let's let's grow the fuck up. Let's get ready. Okay, we're talking about 401ks here, people. We're not talking about like, oh, I really hope I can go to college and major in this. So we need to kind of be able to date in that manner. But uh, but yeah, no, definitely don't be bringing your kid on a first date. Oh my, unreal. So uh, do we have any stories that uh, people have written in per chance that, uh, that, you know, any titles of a, of a good one? And then I can maybe discuss about, um, I mean, I, we have so many. We have one of, uh, obviously, we have a, a, a man who was missing his tooth. Um, I mean, should we even dive into that? Um, so somebody wrote in and apparently they say um, that high sidelined, I went on a date with some guy and in the middle of the date, it was all going fine. We were having dinner until I realized that he had taken out his top front tooth. When I read that, let me tell you, I did not know what to say. I did not know how to react. I didn't know if this man just flicked his tooth out. Was it a spittoon? What was the situation here? What were we dealing with? So I read on. Then it says, this man's tooth was attached. Get ready for this one, Corey. To a retainer that he popped in and out when he was eating. And not only that, this retainer had a sticker in it. Yes. And this man was almost 40. Ladies and gentlemen, wow. If you're 40 and don't have health insurance and dental care, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. I don't know how to help you. I just want to know what the sticker was, though. Did it say? Oh, of course. Of course. So uh, as, as I read on in this, like, wonderful submission that I, I first thought was, it had to be a hoax. I couldn't believe it. But the more I read, the more I thought this has to be honest. Inside of it was a uh, a good old american patriot uh american flag with an eagle oh, no because god bless america am i right i mean yes i mean at that point did it have glitter but again really to take your teeth out i mean come on you guys you're on a date you don't just take your teeth out and put it in a napkin and pretend no one's gonna notice that you're suddenly missing one of your front teeth I mean, it, it was a, it was a disaster, and I had so many questions. I mean, so many. First of all, like this just gives me like modern day hillbilly. Like you're oh, missing the front tooth, but you you have it this time. You just have to take it out. Exactly. Um, but that also special occasions. It's a special. It's a special occasion tooth. They keep it in like a glass box on their dresser and only take it out for dates. 
Exactly. Otherwise, they're going toothless. They're sticking a piece of straw in there, and that's all they need, I guess. That's so, like, odd. Like, you would think you would just get, like, an implant at some point, right? I mean, you would think, especially because it's one tooth, and I get it. I get it, okay? Things are expensive. Life is expensive. But again, I sit and I think, me in my late 20s, if I was missing a tooth, I would be doing a payment plan, people. Not be putting a retainer in my mouth with a tooth that I have to pop out and that I can spit food out of and shoot water out of like a dolphin, okay? It's not going to happen, you guys. This is not going to work out for you in the long run. And then to hear that this man is 40 years old. Oh, no. Uh-huh. I mean, knock it off. Knock it the fuck off, you guys. This is not how you date. But yeah, I all I wanted to know was was like food falling out. Like, did he smile at her? Does what happens if he talks while he's eating? Like, there's so many questions, so many things I would have loved to know. Um, but that was the end of that story. That was the end of, of what we heard. I mean, you guys, right in. I'm I need more. I need more gossip. I need more juicy details. Have you had a man spit his tooth out? Or better, did he break his tooth and it fall out when you were on a date? I want to know. I need to know. So I'm invested in your dates dental care. <laughs> I did have a roommate go on a date with a guy that had a fake eye. And I feel like I've told you this story before. Oh, you have. Here we go. Be honest, you guys. If you are missing an eye, a leg, which that's going to be episode two. Don't you worry. I will get into that. But if you are missing some sort of something that is obviously something noticeable, tell people and be upfront because it's really awkward when you think it's okay just to spit out your tooth or I can only imagine. What happened with the eye? Um, so, you know, very similar situation where a fake eye is pretty obvious. Like you're going to notice most of the time, um, especially if it's not a super... Uh, realistic fake guy mm -hmm. um so she's on a date with this guy and she says something about it obviously not in like a mean way she's like the sweetest person in the world and he proceeds to pop out his eyeball in the restaurant and set it on the table oh no oh no 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 no, 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 insert that song. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't take your eye out on a date. Oh, my. And what happened? And it, she, he literally just popped out his eyeball and set it down on the table. And she was just in shock and, like, didn't know what to oh. say or do in that situation. So Pirates of the Caribbean vibes where the eyeballs rolling around on the ship, you guys. That is all I can think of. And then my other question, do they put it in, like, and this is the same thing goes for the tooth guy. When you put it in like a napkin or you sit on the table, do you ever worry? Like, what if somebody throws it away? I mean, I remember when I had braces, you toss your retainer in the trash sometimes. Am I right or am I right? What do you do? Like, oh, excuse me, maitre d', my eye was in that napkin. <laughs> I mean, pardon, yeah. sir, would you mind? Paul A., I mean, really, what do you say? That's all I can imagine. No, I like all I could think about was like, okay, the eyeball is like dirty now it's been out of your freaking eye socket how are you gonna get it back in oh i'm sure he just pops it right back in and just like acts like it was nothing mm -mm. No, oh my it, is it like one of it's one of those new pop it toys that the kids are into i guess you just pop out your eye and pop out your teeth 
Who would have thought? Oh my God. Wow. Wow. So there you have it. But what do we want to get into today? I know we have a lot of things we talked about. We mentioned dating. Let's talk about a little bit with how, I mean, to no surprise to no one, to anyone, everybody has probably, who's listening, has tried dating apps. Everybody's tried, um, you name it, Tinder, Hinge, Bumble. I mean, everybody's tried it. The key to trying it, and the one thing that I would say we want to uh, really dive into today is how do you go fishing when you're on those? And I don't mean fishing for compliments, you guys. I mean, how do you go fishing and spot out a catfish? Let's talk about it, Corey. Go ahead. Do you have any stories? What do you want to tell the, the people your tips and tricks? Because we can go at those for hours. Yeah, the catfish thing is definitely something I hear a lot from men, like male friends and just, you know, coworkers, whatever in general, like how often they've had these horrible date experiences where they show up and the person is um, almost unrecognizable from what they look like in their photos. And, um, or... On the reverse end, I think there's two types of catfish. This is my personal opinion. I think there's looks catfish, and I think there's, like, a personality catfish, right? 100%. 100%. You're going to have catfish that are going to act one way on the online, keyboard warriors, if you will. And then when you meet them, they're a completely different person. But, of course, you have the physical ones who, you know, oh, I'm going to post this picture from back when I was 18. Let me tell you right now, you guys, if I posted pictures when I was 18, I'd be pulling a lot more honeys because I was looking like a dime plus 99. Now at almost 30, those days are long gone. But I mean, don't do it. Why? Why? That's what I don't get is like, what do you feel like is going to be the positive that happens out of that? Like literally nothing positive can result from you being deceptive right off the bat when talking to someone, you wouldn't straight up lie to somebody's face the second you met them if you wanted a, you know, good relationship. So why do it in that sense? Because you're essentially lying. Exactly, exactly. A, a relationship that's built off of lying and deception and anything where you're misleading someone is is an issue, right? The thing with dating apps is that when you're posting them and on your profile, if you scroll through, even guys, girls, doesn't matter. You're basically looking at, these are the key highlights of someone, right? These are my highlight points. This is what I love. This is what I enjoy. These are my passions, my goals. You know, these are things that I've done as accomplishments. You don't know somebody until you meet them, right? So if you're posting these photos and putting yourself out there, portraying yourself as one thing, but then they meet you and it turns out that Becky down the street has never once climbed Mount Everest, like she claimed, never once even left the country and never once left her couch, let alone the bag of Cheetos. Let me tell you, it's going to be obvious very quick. So why go into it lying? You know he's going to leave or her. You know she's going to leave. Be honest. Somebody's out there, I guarantee it, that's looking for someone who's just going to be down to earth. There's somebody for everybody. I guarantee you that. Yeah, like everyone always loves making that joke about how, you know, the people in like my 500 pound life or whatever the hell it is, the really large people TV show, like they all are in relationships. Oh, yeah. 
And everyone's like, what? Like, how? You know, like, somebody for everybody. I swear. Yeah. The one thing I learned growing up was, was something my mom always said. And she says, every jar has a lid, right? So he could be the hottest, smoking hot, six pack. We're talking daddy vibes. And guess what? He's a douchebag. So no thanks. That'd be his lid. And that's where I personally will not tolerate it. But guess what? You could have a guy who, you know what? He may have a dad bod and he may not be six foot, but he probably treats you really good. So which one are you going to choose? Do you know what I mean? Those are, those are your options that you're going to have to make, but be honest because nine out of 10 times ladies for sure are not looking for a guy who's going to be bringing the, the eight pack and, you know, coming in and being like, Oh, I'm an NFL pro. It's not going to happen because we know we don't lie to ourselves like you guys think. You know, we may have that confidence, but we know when we look in the mirror, a 10 is not going to be with a six and so on and so forth. There's a number range. So there's one thing I feel like took me a really long time to be willing to do on dating apps um, was be goofy. Like, I'm kind of a goofy person, and I felt like, oh, that's going to, like you know, turn a lot of people off. I don't want to like be too silly and like say whatever on there, but why? Like if that's who I am and then I'm matching with people not based upon humor and being silly, then that's not going to work out. So I think that was actually when things really changed for me when I acknowledged, um, just being myself. Like I posted a picture of um, Kip and LaFonda from Napoleon Dynamite as one of my like profile pictures on my dating apps, um, which obviously super dorky and embarrassing. Uh, but I was like, if whoever I'm matching with doesn't think that's funny, then that's not someone I want to be with. And ironically, my now boyfriend literally commented on that picture when he DM'd me on there. And, um, that was what made us start talking. Cause when I first looked at his profile, I was like, he's cute, but he's not really my type. Cause he looks kind of like a muscle head. And I was like, yeah, hey. I, can, I can vouch for that. Definitely. If you looked at her boyfriend right now, Jim rat is all I would say hundred percent. He looks like he personal trainer, Jim rat. And that would be it. And let me tell you, that's the furthest from the truth. Yeah. And like, I was like, I don't want to really like go down that road again. Like I've gone down that road and I'm just like, I'm not into it. But because he also was goofy with me, he commented on the picture and made a joke about it. I was like, okay, like we are connecting on this level. So, you know, that would be my biggest advice when, you know, not catfishing your personality being honest about who you are, what your real interests are, and that's going to create the most organic connection. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Being honest, you know, for me, I mean, you know, how many girls out there are posting, oh, I like to hike. I like to whatever, something outdoors. Corey knows me best. I'll tell you right now, you guys, I ain't never going to go on a hike. Okay. I hate bugs. I hate dirt. I don't do dirty things like that. Okay. It just, it freaks me out. I don't do snakes. I don't do spiders. No, thank you. I don't, I don't care for that stuff. Here's the thing. Back when I was trying to, you know, be with someone and trying to match with these people, I would put, oh yeah, I enjoy hiking with my dog. 
Okay, me and my dog don't do that. We sit around and watch Grey's Anatomy. Let me tell you, we do not do that. And when I finally decided I was going to own it and just be like, you know what? This is who I am. Turns out people will accept you better when you're just upfront and honest as opposed to being like, oh, yeah, I go to the gym eight times a day. No, I don't. I have never, I think um, a handful of times I've been to a gym. Handful at best. And, you know, it, it's the whole thing again. Why would I lie and be with somebody that I know down the road? You guys, they're going to find out. Every lie, everything you ever say that isn't true, it's going to come out. Be unapologetically who you are. And Absolutely. Like, that's it. That's that's literally the key to this. And I feel like it took us freaking, what, like three years to figure that out? Oh, my God. <laughs> if not longer. If not longer. Just be who you are and own it. You know? I mean, people care too much what other people think these days. And you know what? Who really gives a flying fuck? Truly. Who cares? Because if they're not paying your bills, they're not your boss, they're not your partner in life, who cares? Truly, honestly, it doesn't matter. But on the flip side, dive into that physical aspect. I have heard, and this is a story that was told to me by someone I, uh, I've gone on a date with that uh, we'll, we'll call this little birdie. We'll call him, um, whew, what should we call him? We'll call him Project G. Male G. And G tells me that the way that he spots these catfish on these dates now when or even before he even so much as swipes you guys, he looks and Corey and I can attest to this. Okay, we know all the the Photoshop, the filters, the this, the that. He looks at their background. What? Oh my gosh, what does that mean? Here's what he says. He says, and I quote, if you look at the background, a girl's going to Photoshop herself or her body. She's never going to Photoshop that messy room. You're going to be able to tell if there's squiggly lines in that background. You're going to be able to tell. Girl, don't lie. Your sweatshirt does not make that many different kinks. We can see it. So he looks at the background on top of the fact that he says, you know, you can tell. These girls that are posting the pictures in their bathroom and there's just stuff all over the sink, their their bedroom, there's stuff all over the floor. You guys, they're telling you right there who they are. So she's saying, oh, yeah, I do yoga. No, she doesn't. She does not. The only yoga she's doing is when she bends over for an Oreo. You guys, listen up. It is in the background, apparently, is what this story is. And ever since I heard that story, I started using that trick. And let me tell you. It's not just girls that are doing it. Can you believe, Corey? Guys are doing the same thing. Well, I've had this happen to me I, I, for the first time ever, which ironically, we're from Los Angeles. And like, I never had this happen to me in Los Angeles, which you would think it would there. Like the land yeah, of Photoshop. Literally, like, I know like for women, it's really, really bad there. Like I have a lot of male friends who are like, oh my gosh, like the Photoshop's pictures of women I've gone out with. But it didn't happen to me personally there. I live in Texas now. And I go out on this date. And um, I arrive at the bar we were meeting at. And this guy comes up to me and he's like, hey. And I was like, hi. I did not even recognize him at all. I, I thought he knew me from somewhere else. And he's like, it's me. It's, it's John. And I was like, what? 
like literally did not recognize him at that point it still was not even registering to me that it was like the guy i had matched with and it took me a minute to like process that because he looked so different like i'm still convinced those were not even his pictures at all like he literally used pictures of a different human oh exactly and i know there's people that do that i know there's people that even to this day so both Corey and myself now, like she said, three, four years later, finally in happy, healthy relationships, which <laughs> thank God. But let me tell you what we can tell you about this entire circumstance of catfish is that it's going to get found out. And the tips and tricks that we've heard or learned, what do you do, Corey, when you find those photos? What do you do when now when you where do you throw those bad boys when you're like, hmm, this looks a little questionable? What can, where do you put image. them? Yeah, reverse, oh, image reverse image search that because I'm telling you right now, Clyde does not look like that. I can promise you that if anything's starting to look a little sus, a little fishy, uh, some of the stories aren't adding up. Yeah, girl, it's time. Reverse image search him or her. I mean, I'm just saying the squiggly lines on the shirts in the background, that could be bad for you, sis. But let me tell you guys, I can tell when there's a squiggle or there's some sort of warp, like warp situation happening in your like black hole abyss type looking gym picture and your thighs are not that big, bro. So calm it down. Okay. We can tell. And if you're going to Photoshop it, make it good, I guess is what the whole story of it is. Yeah. Um, if you're unfamiliar with reverse image searching something, you literally, there's an app, a Google app. It's literally, I think, called Google. And all you have to do is put the image into the Google app and it will populate all similar images. So then you can find if they've posted it anywhere else, if it is that person, or if they've stole someone else's images, those will populate and you can see. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And here's here's where we, I, I, I stress the importance of this because saying that I'm in a healthy relationship, right? I cannot tell you how many times I have had somebody slide in my DMs. Corey knows this. They slide in my DMs and they say, hey, I saw you on Tinder. Y'all, I haven't been on no date nap and literally, my God, Corey, how long has it been? Like probably almost a year. If not, yeah, almost a year. And people will be like, saw you on Tinder. I literally will be like, bruh, no, you didn't. They're like, well, somebody else is using your pictures. This is the time when you reverse image search. Because if I'm telling you and I'm the literal person saying I've never once talked to you, I've never met you, I'm not on these dating apps, that's probably a catfish, you know? I mean, it, it, the perfect example of when to use these things. Because I'm sure had you looked at it, you would have found my Instagram if you reverse image searched it. And you would have found that there's... 160 photos of me as me and they're using what six photos you know have you had anything like that Corey? where you've had have you had any hits on your reverse image searching i have not um i had it happen to me one time but i wasn't searching for myself i was searching for someone else and they were in fact catfishing them and we found their profiles and i was like whoa i was like that's crazy like i didn't think it would actually ever work <laughs> but for sure it like people are so crazy i don't get it absolutely you guys you know like people don't realize that they're 
identity fraud is not happening with your security and your social security, you guys. It's happening with your Instagram photos. And oh my God, don't even get me started on Snapchat. Girls can catfish on Snapchat so easy. All it takes, she saves a couple photos in her camera roll and you can mass share that out to every single guy. Boom, 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 run it through the roster, baby. And she's got all these men like falling for her. And guess what? None of those photos are of her. You know, I just, I can't even believe it. But yeah, that was one of the tricks that, uh, that we'll call him male G. Yeah. Told me about, he said, look at the background because he's right. I mean, think about it. Even when, if you and I were to touch up a photo, are we focused on the background? Or are we focusing on us? Well, I'm worried about the background because I'm OCD. So I make sure the background isn't obvious. Fair enough. Fair enough. But obviously, most of the time, girls are going to be focusing on, oh, I want to make sure I look skinny. I want to make sure I look thin, this, that, and the other. You're not looking at the background. So ladies, be looking at your background. Be OCD like Corey. And if you're going to Photoshop something, do it within moderation, I would say. Wouldn't you say that's a that's a fair... A fair thing. If you have, a, I mean, what what would you say are some good excuses to use Photoshop? I, I think that's a good thing to, to touch on with this topic. I don't see anything wrong with editing photos within being realistic. Like mm -hmm. at the point you don't at all resemble your photos. Like if someone were to see you in person and they're like, you're not the same human, you've gone too far. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I get it. You know, there's photos. Oh my gosh. Everybody gets it. You take a bad photo, you get a bad hair day. You need to fix a little thing here or there. You have a, a something, whatever, a pimple of this, that that's within reason. You guys, we're talking the people who full on will use the resizing tool over there on Photoshop or photo lab or Lightroom, And then you're sucking it in and then you're extra sucking it in. Girl, we all know you didn't go to Thailand and get three ribs removed. I don't know who you're fooling. It's not us. So again, within reason, like Corey is saying, if, if it's something where you look completely different than the person that's going to show up on that date, probably too far. Probably best to either A, retract some of those edits, or B, own who you are. Just own it because nine out of 10 times the things us girls uh, specifically worry about guys don't really care. You know, uh, I mean, I don't know. What are some of the things that, I mean, with your, with your boyfriend, you, I'm sure you have your insecurities and he probably doesn't even notice them. Yeah. I literally sent him a photo last night. I had my like silk bonnet on and my glasses and no makeup on. And I was like, oh my God, I look freaking horrible and I get really bad like stress hormonal acne and it's really really bad right now because I've been stressed out I'm like oh excuse me and my whole like bottom of my chin is all broken out and I'm like I I struggled a little bit before sending it because he had asked to see something and I was like hmm. I was like all right I'm just gonna send it anyways and he literally was like you look so cute and I was just like wow I literally panicked about that for 20 minutes for nothing exactly same thing goes for you guys I mean Guys, when you're sending us a photo, I'm telling you right now, you don't need to sit there and be all like, oh, let me make some seductive face in the mirror. Usually we just want to see you smile. Most of the time, a good girl, not saying shit girls, good girls want to see you happy. That's really it. Truth be told, we don't need to see, you know, shirt off and like, oh, this way to the gun show, BB. No, 
we don't care about that stuff. You know, I do the same thing. I, I mean, I have my own self-conscious moments, right? One of the things that I'm super self-conscious about, and I don't even know why I'm going to bring this up on the podcast, but here we go, is for me, I just genetically, I have like cellulite on the back of my thighs. Bothers me to all high heaven. I've paid Oh my gosh, I couldn't even tell you how many hundreds of dollars to have lasers and this and that and, you know, all this massage and rub coffee on it, you know. Unfortunately, uh, my genetics tell me, uh, bitch, I ain't going to work. So uh, you got to own it and move on. So now that I'm with somebody, you know what he says? He goes, I call it, or he said to, he said to me that there's, there's a saying and they call it little hail damage because it's just instead of scars it's proof of the damage that you've been through to make you the person you are today and i cannot tell you how hard i bawled because it's true these the things that girls are worried about whether it be your stretch marks your cellulite your little mom tum right these are things that you should wear proudly and as as a badge of honor, right? These are things that you did. These are scars. These are moments in your life that you were a warrior, fought, and won. And so those are things where where he re really has opened my eyes to those things where, you know, me being self-conscious about it, the only person that's affecting is me because nobody else is going to be worried about it. Nobody else is going to be caring about it. And so, you know, again, own who you are. Don't lie about it. And just tell people the truth. I mean, honestly, that's really what it comes down to because I'm sure on one of these episodes, we're going to dive into how uh, Corey and I should have just been hired by the uh, CIA, FBI, maybe. Who knows at this point? We'll find everything out. I'll know, I'll know your credit score. I will know everything before I even go on a date with you, but that's topic for another time. Yeah. Like on that note, really, confidence over everything when you're confident it compensates for anything you might feel like is a flaw and it's really that make it fake it till you make it mentality right absolutely like, absolutely once you start embodying that and being like yeah i am that bitch like, yes be that bitch <laughs> then that bitch still that bitch really like the confidence just comes naturally at a certain point because when you start telling yourself something over and over you start believing it so you know look yourself in the mirror and be like i am that bitch and you know eventually you will actually feel that way absolutely absolutely affirmations are are something that you know if you say it you'll believe it and then they will become manifestations and these manifestations will happen because you are putting it in the universe you're putting good out the universe will return it to you so i mean again it's not worth it to lie about something because at the end of the day they're going to have somebody who's going to find out either for them because for me that's Corey or or they're going to find out on their own you know um not everybody's lucky enough to have somebody who wants to do podcasts with them and, and expose all the truth of how us girls find out all these truths. So guys, be listening, be taking notes, be going through your, your profiles tonight. Be, you know, oh, hey, I look kind of like a douche. You probably do. Knock it off with the I'm holding a fish photo if you haven't been fishing in 18 <laughs> years. You know, stop it with the khaki shorts. I mean, what else, Corey? So I... <laughs> 
I listened to this very interesting study that was done by Tim Ferriss, kind of as a joke. They were trying to see what the most um, popular, quote unquote, profile photo was for men on dating sites to get the most hits. Okay. And out of the research they found, it was shirtless men holding animals was like what made the most women like swipe right on the profile and he was like that's the stupidest thing i ever heard like that's not gonna work so they tried it and you know sure enough it did so so there you go but when they're saying animals you guys if you photoshop your fish photo i'm telling you right now i know flounder was not that big and that means that you're compensating for other things so you guys stop it go through your stuff you know the truth if you don't want to own up to it if you're talking to someone right now and they're like oh my god you removed that photo and you don't want to tell them the truth lie till you die baby literally upload it and be like oh that was just like outdated or you know something along those lines you don't have to tell them like oh yeah by the way i was being a, a total catfish don't tell them lie but be honest with who you are going forward and that's just that's just where it is um important because i mean at some point right you're gonna have to meet this person if you actually are trying to date um and if you're just looking for a pen pal i highly doubt that they're gonna care so if you're looking for that then hey do what you want but we're trying to tell people how to be players not how to be uh played so yeah my biggest thing was um you know, meet as soon as humanly possible. Like I'm not trying to be pen pals for a million years. Like absolutely, I want to see if the vibes are there. I strongly believe in that. And if we, you know, are talking for a month and then we meet and the vibes are just off and we don't have any chemistry in person, just wasted a whole freaking month, bro. Like exactly. No, I mean, and here's the thing. I get it. Sometimes people are with people who are matched with people who aren't super close. You guys, FaceTime wasn't invented yesterday. You can FaceTime. Um, you know, you can do a, I don't even know, is Skype a thing anymore? Oh my God, I'm probably dating myself. Don't go on Omegle. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, sending a photo is not going to be enough, right? So do something along those lines. If you can't meet, like Corey said, that's number one. If you can't meet somebody right away to rule out, hey, they're being a catfish or hey, they're not, then, you know, try FaceTime. Try something along those lines. If nothing else, do a phone call. Okay, most most everybody can tell, right? If you look at a photo, mm, does that voice really match that photo? You know, and, and if it doesn't, then red flag. So, so there's that as well as another backup option, I would say. Yeah, and on that realm of possibility when you're suspicious of a catfish if you're facetiming obviously that's gonna you know dispel those suspicions you'll be able to see exactly if she's keeping her phone in the dark if she's not showing you her face if she says oh i need to get ready or if you know whatever whatnot i'm telling you right now run for the hills because it ain't worth it you guys it is just a long road to go right off a cliff and the cliff at the end is going to be reality and uh it's just it's just not worth it you guys so like Corey said just be honest but also if you're gonna try and talk to somebody genuinely 
right? Then do one of these things, like we're saying, you know, try one of these things out. See if the person that you've been talking to, maybe you've been talking to some girl, maybe you've been talking to some guy for what, a week, two weeks. Say, hey, would you be up for a quick phone call? Doesn't need to be two hours. Doesn't need, you know, even 30 minutes. Just chat with them for 15 minutes on the phone. How was your day? This, that, and the other. Basic human decency conversation. And I guarantee you, you'll know real quick if they're a genuine person, if that voice matches the face that you're seeing. And if they're full of shit, you'll know them too. <laughs> Yeah, I had a, a guy do this to me once before I went out and I was kind of like shook about it at the time because I never had that happen to me before. But he was like, oh, I need to FaceTime to make sure you're right. like a real person before we go out. And I was kind of like, what? Because yeah. I didn't really consider myself like someone that looked like someone who'd be catfishing people. Like when you think of catfishing, you think of like, you know, they're taking Angelina Jolie's pictures or whatever. So I was kind of yeah, like, you guys, my name's not Elena. I'm actually Jennifer Aniston. Surprise, Shade. Like, I was like, prime compliment, I guess. Thank you for that. But <laughs> I yeah, am me. Exactly. exactly. That, and that's so funny. And, and just sidebar comment, sidebar question, I guess. Your now current boyfriend, did you mm -hmm. guys FaceTime? Did you guys tell, tell the story there? Because I'm telling you right now, me and my guy literally never i don't even think we facetimed i think we did phone call and i think that was it. i think when i met him was the first time like we actually saw each other in person and that was that thank god i wasn't catfished you guys thank god i'm trying to remember because it was quite a while ago um I, <laughs> I i definitely don't think we facetimed or anything beforehand and we actually started talking right before i had left to go back home and visit for like a week yes so, that's correct mm -hmm. yeah there was like this big delay like i said i usually try to meet people like immediately like the same week right. we start talking we're meeting or i'm, I'm not in it yeah and, um, you're you're like a two-week max you have a timeline and if that bomb goes off baby Corey's out she is out e 500 she has seen you she's seen what she needs to see and she's gone for reals amen to that but um I was like, we started talking, I think, like, five days before I left on this trip. And then there wasn't really time to get together get together in between. And on top of that, I had moved my location from where I was currently living to his location because I was thinking about moving into that area. And I was trying to kind of scope it out. So I didn't even live where he lived. I lived, like, a couple hours away. Right. And, um... We started talking we really hit it off and he was like well, let's go on a date when you get back and so i actually ended up driving out there to him because i was trying to get to know the area and he was going to show me around um and do all of that right after i said like don't drive to people but there was a purpose on that one <laughs> um i wanted to you know feel out the sometimes area it out, oh, sometimes it does <laughs> I was considering moving. Like that was the whole reason I moved my location. I hated well, it. Your location there, right? So again, you don't want to be like we said, don't be deceptive. If you're looking and you're planning to move, I get it. When I moved to Arizona from California, my location for like the last, what, probably three months, I did not have my location back in our hometown. I will tell you that right now, because I was like, there is no point in me starting a relationship or meeting somebody in a place where I'm leaving in three months. There's no point. So I'm going to try and match with somebody because again, it doesn't happen overnight, you guys. Um, 
So I was going to try and match with somebody in the new place. So a hundred percent, again, you were just owning and living the truth of the, of avoiding deception. Right. So again, yeah. meeting up with him where he was different circumstances, different stories. Right. And I was really straight up with him about like, considering moving out there, that's not where I currently live. And that kind of led to our her whole first date anyways, he's like, I'm going to show you apartments and like all this stuff. And I was like, okay, like I don't need to do all that. Like, I don't even know if I want to live there yet. Um, right. And then <laughs> after a few months of us dating, I literally ended up moving out there or out where I live now because of him, um, <laughs> which was freaking crazy, but you know, worked out in the long run. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, so sometimes, I mean, I guess it pays off, but again, I would say before our current, you know, um, relationships, there is no way in hell you could have made me go anywhere. You know, there's no way I, I would not drive to when we were living in LA, I would not drive two hours to San Diego to go on a date with you for dinner. No, sir. Mm -mm. If you don't see the potential, if you don't know my worth and vice versa, ladies, if this man is willing to drive eight hours just to meet you, desperation, you guys, desperation yields the quickest results. So I'm telling you right now, either way it goes, be cognizant of those things because you know, if somebody's willing to meet you halfway, then they're probably willing to compromise. They're meeting you halfway in a relationship. They're willing, you know, these are good signs. Take things, and, and I always look at things far too in depth, but some of these things you want to be paying attention to. If this person's willing to put in the effort for you and willing to pursue you honestly and truly, then that's a very different circumstance than somebody who's going to drive and then show up and be, you know, three times their their weight on their profile or worse, you know, be like, oh, surprise, I actually have a teardrop tattoo on my face, you know, which I'm sure we'll get into another episode. <laughs> I think this kind of brings in like one last point we can talk about today, which is the um, being cautious how much effort you're putting into something versus who you're dating is putting into something mm -hmm. and you know not giving all of you to someone who's not giving 100% to the relationship whether that be dating friends anything but being cognizant that if this person you know, is not that into you when you're cooking them dinner every night and doing all these nice things and driving an hour and a half to see them, they're showing you they have zero interest in pursuing this further. Absolutely. And you're chasing it by mm -hmm. doing all that yeah. and you're wasting your time and your effort. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't be doing, and this goes both ways. So I won't even start with saying, don't be doing girlfriend stuff. Boys, men, gentlemen whatever you want me to say here do not be doing boyfriend behavior for some girl that you've just met that you've just dated don't be cooking her dinner don't no don't be doing none of that if she is not willing to drive and meet you for a coffee if she is not willing to you know come and hang out with you then why would you care to pursue it okay if you're not the boyfriend don't behave in such if you're not her husband don't behave in such. If she's saying, oh my God, you didn't bring me coffee to work. Bitch, sit down. Okay. You're not my wife. 
you're ain't wifey. And same thing goes for you, ladies. Don't be doing wifey behavior when you're not even a girlfriend. I'm telling you right now, you're putting way more effort, way more emotion, way more interest, like Corey's saying here, into a person that is not going to reciprocate it. Anybody who says, oh, it's 50-50 in a relationship, it should just be 100-100 if we're being honest. And if you're doing 99.9% .9 of it and this man or this girl is having to do 0.1% and she just has to show up and look cute or he just has to show up and you're willing to make him dinner and give him dessert, let me tell you, sis, he's not invested and vice versa, she's using you. That is the honest truth in that. I really feel that is one of the like best kept secrets when it comes to dating is that you can't put in a hundred percent effort when you're dating. And that's the honest truth. You need to make the effort to, you know, learn about someone and, you know, be genuine. But at the same time, when you're acting like it's a relationship and it's not, you're showing the person that their current behaviors, their current status to you is how it can stay. And they have no Absolutely. reason to develop it into something bigger because you're like showing them through your actions that you're content with how things are. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that their behavior as it is before they're even your boyfriend, before they're your significant other, that it's acceptable to you. And so when they do become that, let's say, let's say things go well, right, Corey, they, they become your boyfriend, your girlfriend. You think they're going to step up or no? What do you think? No, the behavior is going to remain the same. As long as you allow certain behaviors to happen, they're not going to change or improve regardless of how much you want them to. And I think communicating, you know, early on expectations and what your love languages are, what you value, what you need from a partner is really, really important because sometimes those things just don't match up and that's just not going to be a healthy relationship or a healthy person to be with for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You just have to be honest with yourself and be honest with that person because like Corey said, there are people that, you know, no matter how much you like them, no matter how attractive they are, the vibe the love language might not be there. You know, he may be into words of affirmation and physical touch. And you may think that those are your two least favorite things. And you don't know how to do that. And the thing with love languages is that you give them the way you want to receive them. So if that's what he's looking for, if that's what she's looking for is gifts and this, that, and the other, and that's not who you are as a person, I'm telling you right now, you can say, have fun for six months. I'll tell you that. But that's about it for that relationship at best. Because you set the expectation so low, you set that bar so low for them that they don't ever have to surpass it. Like Corey's saying, there's no reason to ever surpass this level of acceptance that you can just date around and treat me like crap or treat me like I'm one of the girls on the roster. And, uh, you know, that's, that's just not how it should be. Yeah, exactly. I think, um, Especially, you know, if you're dating for a long time and you feel frustrated about that and you just like want it to work, you force it to the point that you're willing to put in all this effort, willing to put in all this work and kind of blind to the fact that it's not being reciprocated. And then you end up in this cycle um, where you're constantly frustrated and constantly disappointed. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And then you find out they're a catfish and then, well, shit hits the real fan. Am I right? Or am I right there? Good God. Or worse, they spit out their tooth and their eyeball. You guys, this is just too much. So we are going to wrap it up. This is the end of episode one. Join us for episode two. We're going to dive into God only knows what. I mean, do we grace them with the presence of uh, convict stories and and the, the story of the man who took their leg off for me? I mean, <laughs> I think that just seems fitting. Um, what what should we dive into? What do you want to give them a little tidbit about for next next episode? Yeah, I think next episode we can have a prison theme. I think we know plenty of prison themed stories. So bring out your bring out your gangbang, baby. We're getting ready to dive into it. So if you've been in the clink, the slammer, the whatever, hit us up. Write it. Shoot us a message. We want to hear. Have you dated somebody? And what's the story? What is the circumstances with this? You know, are they still in prison? And better yet, why? Because we're about to spill some real tea. You heard it in the beginning. They may be gangbangers. They may be high up in the drug cartel. Baby, you don't know where we're going to be. But that's for next episode. So we love you guys. And we will catch you on the next one.